0: He's gonna go! He's at the 50! He's at the 40! He's at the 30! School's out!
1: This is Troy Calhoun, head coach of the Air Force Academy. This is Brian Harson, head coach of the Boise State Broncos.
0: Catches! Foot in! Touchdown! This
1: is Jeff
2: Tedford. This is Mike Bobo.
0: Fakes it, now has a blocker, runs out toward the right side, tries to dive for the
2: pile-on! This is Bob Davey. This is Matt Wells. This is Craig Bull, head coach of the University of Wyoming. Looks, throws, end zone, touchdown! This is Nick Rulovich. This is Jay Norvell, head coach of the university of nevada this is rocky long
0: he's got a receiver across the middle
3: fighting for the end zone oh man
2: this is brent brennan this is tony sanchez
3: he's to the goal line and he's in for six
2: this is craig thompson commissioner
0: of the mountain west and you're listening to you are listening to and you are listening to this week in the mountain west
3: hello and welcome into the week three edition of this week in the mountain west i'm your host nate correctman Five wins for the Mountain West in non-conference play in Week 2. Highlighted by San Diego State. Impressive in a 30-20 road win at Arizona State. As Rashad Penny continues to make a statement as one of the best running backs in all of college football. The Aztecs receiving votes in both the AP and coaches polls as is Boise State, even after dropping a triple overtime heartbreaker to number 20 Washington State on the road. Around the rest of the conference, Colorado State back in the win column after blowing out Abilene Christian. The Rams now 2-1 and one on the year. Wyoming, Utah State, and UNLV all able to break through with their first wins in Week 2. And along with Boise State, New Mexico, Hawaii, and Fresno State each suffered their first loss of the season. Coming up on this week's show, I'll bring you an in-depth conversation with Utah State head coach Matt Wells about the start to the season and the state of that Aggies football program. We'll get you all set for the week three action and also look back at week two, in particular, the Rashad Penny show for San Diego State. It's great to have you aboard for This Week in the Mountain West, and you have it here on the Mountain West Radio Network.
2: This is Jay Norvell, head coach of the University of Nevada. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout.
0: In the Mountain West, sportsmanship means winning with honor, but don't take our word for it.
1: Sportsmanship is more than what goes on on the field. Good sportsmanship means being loud but being courteous. Sportsmanship is enjoying the game and being respectful of
0: other teams' fans.
1: And that goes for all officials, coaches, players, and mascots.
0: Sportsmanship is making your parents and your coaches proud. It takes all of us working together to make a good game great.
1: Sportsmanship, that's what it's all about.
0: The Mountain West, champions in life.
3: It's a season-long quest for a reward that's as big as a mountain. Bangs his way into the end zone, touchdown. 12 teams chasing one goal, the 2017 Mountain West Football Championship. It'll be decided December 2nd, and the game could be coming to your city. Throws it over the middle, in the pass intercepted. bragging rights and conference supremacy are on the line, and you won't want to miss it. Follow your team's pursuit of the championship all season long by visiting the MW.com.
1: The next big play is just a click away on the Mountain West Network. Join me, Jesse Kurtz, for the latest insight, analysis, and live game action you won't find anywhere else. Catch over 1,500 events for free in HD on the only network that lets you watch any team, anytime, on any device. Go to the MW.com today and get your game on with the Mountain West Network.
0: a force in the west an attitude unlike any other a belief that says let's do this a shared commitment to academics leadership and community service a bond uniting 12 teams in history, rivalry and competition there is a force in the west we call it the Mountain West the Mountain West champions in life to find out more visit us at the MW.com. This is Rocky Long, head
3: coach of the San Diego State Aztecs. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Get used to this name because you're going to hear it a lot in 2017 and probably beyond. Rashad Penny, the San Diego State senior running back, accounted for 353 all-purpose yards to lead the Aztecs to a convincing 30-20 win on the road at Arizona State last Saturday night. Penny scored the first of his three touchdowns on third and six with the Aztecs pinned all the way back at their own five in the first quarter.
0: They block for a shot, he finds a hole, he finds a first down, he breaks in the clear! It's a foot race for Rashad Penny, you
3: cannot catch him! 40, 30, 20, Rashad, touchdown Aztecs! Ted Leitner with a call on Extra 1360 in San Diego. Penny would go on to rush for 216 yards in the win. He's your Mountain West Offensive Player of the Week for the second straight week. Of course, Penny wasn't done early in the second quarter receiving the kickoff from Arizona State at his own one.
0: Rashad, do your magic that you do. He'll take this one to middle of the field, 10, 15, 20. Got outside, needs a block, 30, 35, 40. He's gone, he's gone, 30. 10 touchdown Aztecs
3: and with that Rashad Penny the Mountain West special teams player of the week as well in addition Penny named Walter Camp offensive player of the week only the 11th Mountain West player to earn that honor since the awards inception in 2004 San Diego State 2-0 Penny leads the nation averaging 206.5 rushing yards per game other highlights from Week Three: Colorado State back in the win column. Nick Stevens throws for 337 yards and three touchdowns to lead the Rams. Stevens will take the snap, throws it out near flat, has Matthews at the 20, cuts up at the 10 to the five, lowers the shoulder, and he goes into the end zone for the touchdown. Brian Roth with the call from Learfield. CSU hammers Abilene Christian, 38-10. Things much better for Josh Allen and Wyoming in Week 2 as they blow out Gardner-Webb, 27-0 in Laramie. Allen looking left, now steps up, fires over the middle, wide open! It's caught! Touchdown, Cowboys! C.J. Johnson with the grab! Dave Walsh with the call from Learfield. Allen, 328 yards through the air with two touchdowns. UNLV beats up on Idaho for a 44-16 road win, while Utah State gets their first win 51-13 over Idaho State. Much more on that with Aggies head coach Matt Wells next after these words from your local station.
2: This is Tony Sanchez, head coach of the UNLV Rebels. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. (laughs) This is Matt Wells, head football coach of the Utah State Aggies. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West.
3: Utah State earned their first win of the 2017 season last Thursday night, routing Idaho State 51-13 at home. Aggies now get on the road Saturday to face Wake Forest in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And joining us right now in his fifth season as the head coach at Utah State is Matt Wells. Coach, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Appreciate you having me on. It's great to have you back, Coach. What's the atmosphere been around the program in the last several days for the players, for the coaches, to get back in the win column?
2: Well, it's there's nothing like winning in college football. I can tell you that, and enjoying that victory and savoring that, you know, over the weekend and then moving on to your next opponent. There's obviously a, there's a good vibe. Um, but now as we prepare for Wake, the focus becomes Wake and, and going on the road to face an ACC team and finding a way to go, to go find a way to win.
3: All right, let's talk about that Idaho State game for a moment, 51-13. to You talked in the offseason about the importance of increasing the tempo of your offense, and you guys ran 81 plays in just under 32 minutes of possession. Kent Myers has to captain that ship. How is he doing in that aspect of the game?
2: We're getting closer. Not where we want to be, but we are pushing the pace. We are pushing the tempo. When we throw and catch the ball and uh, make a lot of the competitive catches that we made, it's going to make, uh, you know, play calling a lot easier, and you're going to up the reps, and you're going to really move the ball. The biggest key is continuing to get your first down, first first down of a series, and kind of get this ball rolling. Um, that's, That's what we did, you know, last week, and that's what we're going to need to move to, to do moving forward.
3: Kent had only two incompletions all night in that win over Idaho State. He threw a couple of touchdown passes. He rushed for a couple touchdowns. After having watched the film and getting back into practice this week, what was your evaluation of his night in total?
2: Just like you'd think. I mean, he played close uh, to, to really good. I mean, he, he it's just an eyelash from being 26 out of 26. One of them was caught and Two inches out of bounds for a touchdown and then the other one was really just a miscommunication on a route by a tight end and the ball was behind him and and that kind of deal so uh very easily could have been uh even better than it was but i thought he played efficient he got us in and out of some plays he, he audibled into some better plays and so i think uh, you know what he has to do is is take confidence in that and build on it and then go out and he's got to go play well on the road
3: all five of your offensive linemen have played their first career games at Utah State here in the first two weeks of the season. How is that group gelling and coming along and adjusting to playing at this level?
2: Yeah, been a pleasant surprise. Not where we need to be. Um, still more work to be done, more communication to be done. Um, just getting comfortable with the quarterback and the cadence and, and changing and all that, but also getting comfortable with each other on what can be verbalized and what you know what can you get away with not verbalizing because you know right where the guy's going to be and i we're not going to be there till the end of the year in terms of that stage of it but there's there's more work to be done but for right now i i pleasantly surprised not you know none of those five played for us uh, played a snap for us last year um you know only one of those guys one of those five were in the program last year and he was red shirting so and then the next two backups in at guard we're both getting redshirted last year, so the top seven O-linemen, you know, only you know three of them were getting redshirted and four of them were not in the program, so uh, I'm proud of that progress. Coach Farmer, our O-line coach, has done a nice job with them and uh, molding them into the group that we want them to be, and like I said, not there yet, but, but um, good so far.
3: Over on the defensive side of the football, Jalen Davis two interceptions in that win. They also had a pick six against Idaho State. What did that bounce back game do for him and for that entire defense after he was ejected for targeting in Week One against Wisconsin?
2: Just gives him more individual confidence. Um, he knows he can play. He knows he's good. But to go out and to have the production that he had two picks, one of them being a pick six, I think is outstanding and. Um, the game has slowed down for him right now. He is uh, kind of playing the game within the game with the wideout and the QBs, uh, the QB. And um, it has really uh, just slowed down for him where I think his talent really can take over.
3: You really knew coming in that Davis was going to be a cornerstone in your secondary For the coaching staff, what does it do for you to know that you have that kind of quality experience in the secondary that you can rely on every week?
2: Well, you you count on that. You count on that from a continuity standpoint, from a communication standpoint. You know, each week you you have different game plan adjustments um, for, for different teams, and we're very, very multiple on defense, and so we carry a lot. And so the communication on the back end is extremely important because if they mess up, it's a touchdown in the back end if they mess up communication-wise. And to have the veteran, Jalen Davis there, Dallin Levitt, those guys have played a lot of football and played together. Uh, I think that gives you uh, a lot of comfort as a head coach.
3: Looking back on last season, you guys only created 10 turnovers the entire year. Two games in, and you guys have already taken the ball away four times against Wisconsin and Idaho State. Is that the result of an off-season focus coming into fruition?
2: um let's I i can answer that at the end of the year we're only two games in there has been an um inordinate amount of um focus on ball searches you know stripping the ball ripping the ball out punching the ball out hands up um interceptions all the ball drills that we do on defense We're 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 making it a big priority not that we didn't last year we're trying to make it a bigger priority a lot of the techniques and the things that we're doing are exactly the same we've done here for five years um, but you know solid progress so far in terms of that category if we you know we only took you know 10 away in 12 games we're we're ahead of that pace right now and and um, the biggest thing is is we got to protect the ball on offense and we got to force turnovers on defense. And that's one thing, if you look at Wake Forest, they were 4-0 to zero in that category last week, and plus 4 on the road will win you a football game, just like they did at Boston College.
3: Much more with Utah State head coach Matt Wells looking ahead to this week's matchup on the road with Wake Forest after this on the Mountain West Radio Network. This is Brent Brennan, head coach of the San Jose
2: State Spartans. We'll be back with more of this week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. <laughs>
1: The next big play is just a click away on the Mountain West Network. Join me, Jesse Kurtz, for the latest insight, analysis, and live game action you won't find anywhere else. Catch over 1,500 events for free in HD on the only network that lets you watch any team, anytime, on any device. Go to the MW.com today and get your game on with the Mountain West Network.
0: There's a force in the West. An attitude unlike any other. A belief that says, let's do this. A shared commitment to academics, leadership, and community service. A bond uniting 12 teams in history, rivalry, and competition. There is a force in the West. We call it the Mountain West. The Mountain West, champions in life. To find out more, visit us at themw.com.
3: It's a season long quest for a reward that's as big as a mountain. He bangs his way into the end zone. Touchdown. Twelve teams chasing one goal the 2017 Mountain West Football Championship. It'll be decided December 2nd, and the game could be coming to your city. Throws it over the middle in the pass. Intercepted. Bragging rights and conference supremacy are on the line, and you won't want to miss it. Follow your team's pursuit of the championship all season long by visiting the MW.com.
0: In the Mountain West, sportsmanship means winning with honor, but don't take our word for it.
3: Sportsmanship is more than what goes on on
1: the field. Good sportsmanship means being loud, but being courteous. Sportsmanship is enjoying the game
0: and being respectful of other teams' fans.
1: And that goes for all officials, coaches, players, and mascots.
0: Sportsmanship is making your parents and your coaches proud. It takes all of us working together to make a good game great.
1: Sportsmanship, that's what it's all
0: about. The Mountain West, champions in life. This is Bob Davey, head coach of the New Mexico Lobos. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West.
3: Continuing our conversation with Matt Wells, the head coach at Utah State, after a 51-13 win over Idaho State in Week 2. The Aggies on the road at Wake Forest coming up on Saturday. Coach, the Demon Deacons 2-0, and they are scoring a lot of points. Give me one key for your offense and one key for your defense to be successful on the road Saturday.
2: Well, we first of all got to find a way to shut down the QB run game and 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 um, contain that run game. That's that's where they get their 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 you know I think their extra yardage. Their running backs are going to get theirs, but when they get the QB involved and and all that, that is uh, that's a big deal. And then we got to find a way to run the ball. Their the strength of their defense is their D line. Those four guys, they're big, they're strong, they're they're old, they're experienced we got to find a way to run the football, whatever that looks like, and I think that those are two big keys. And then the turnover battle. And then, um, you know, always when, when you talk about on the road, you think about special teams. You know, is it going to be a wash, or can we actually win special teams and make some plays that do some damage? Uh, in terms of the kicking game.
3: Coach, let's talk recruiting. Right now, 12 former Aggies in the NFL. We know Bobby Wagner has had a great career in Seattle. Nick Vigil having a huge impact in Cincinnati right now. When you recruit young men, how much is that included in the pitch of, all right, play for a great program, a winning program with great history in a beautiful place, and oh, by the way, you get a great opportunity at a pro career?
2: I think it's a big pitch because that's what, That's what we're selling because that's what's happening. Guys are graduating at Utah State. You know, for eight straight years, we've graduated every kid except two on time or early. That's a huge pitch right there from an academic standpoint. And then right now, our current NFL connections are are big, and those guys are making plays. Those guys are visible. I mean, you've got the best Mike linebacker in the NFL, the highest-paid Mike linebacker in the NFL, and Bobby Wagner. You know, this weekend, you saw Kyler Fackrell for the Packers recover a fumble. Uh, in a big game against the Seahawks and then you saw Nick Vigil get his first interception for the Bengals and he's starting it you know an inside linebacker as a second year pro so those guys are only they only highlight it we've got other guys that you mentioned but I think that's absolutely um, in terms of the pitch that's absolutely part of the pitch it's not the only pitch it's not the first thing but uh, recruits see that and they see that we've done a nice job of developing those kids a lot of those guys that I just mentioned in fact All three of those players I just mentioned were one offer guys. Those all three of those guys had one division one offer out of high school, and it was Utah State. And um, so I think you know guys see that, and parents see that, and coaches see that, and I think it helps you in recruiting.
3: Very cool. Now, coach, it's 2017. You're active on social media. You posted a very nice happy birthday message to your daughter on Twitter yesterday at this time of the year, in season, the hours are long. the grind is in full swing. What do you tell your coaching staff and your support staff about finding some sort of balance for football and family
2: well i'm going to I appreciate you noticing and all that, but there is no balance um, there's little balance. You have to find time. For family, it will never be balanced. Balance to me means 50-50. That ain't happening in this profession um, at this time of the year, but it's it's important for me that there are certain nights of the week and not just Thursday night. I don't want to be that staff, but there are certain nights of the week that we get out of here a little bit earlier. We've got a lot of coaches. I mean, we've all got surface laptops that we can take home, watch cut-ups on at night. Um, you make your recruiting calls home at home. I think it's important to have that um part of your life still be evident and still be um, a part of you as a dad and as a husband, even in season. Uh, I don't think it's fair for those kids and those wives to, you know, they have a part-time dad, I mean, a part-time husband. I mean, you only get, you know, six months of the year, and who are we kidding? Really, the busiest time of the year is recruiting in December and January. That's when I'm gone more. So, you know, for, for us at Utah State, our families are really involved in our program. My kids are at Thursday practices. My little guy, uh, my 8-year-old, is at every Monday and Thursday practice. And it's just a big thing for me to include our coaches' families around this complex as best we can. And, um, you know, I want those guys, when we can, to, to have them around. And so I just think it's really important. It'll never be balanced 50-50. No way. But we have to be good dads and good husbands, I think. And you can win games doing that. All
3: right, Coach, last thing. We're two weeks into the season, but looking around the rest of the Mountain West and that very deep Mountain Division, what has stood out to you around the conference?
2: It's good. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. I said this in July. You watch. You know, I got a little bit of time this weekend on Saturday to watch some games. um, And the Mountain Division, you know, is, is loaded again. I mean, all six teams, I think, are really good. Any team could win it. Um, and then, you know, I, you get to see San Diego State and what they did this weekend. And on the other side, we don't play them this year, but Rocky's got another legit team, um, I know, over there. And so this this is a good league. And um, certainly the Mountain Division, I think, is is the better of the two divisions because I think it's a lot more, uh, there's a lot more parity. It's a lot more stacked. Every week, you got to bring your A game.
3: Matt Wells in Utah State on the road at Wake Forest coming up on Saturday. They beat the Demon Deacons back in 2014. They hope to repeat that this week, week three of the college football season. Coach, thank you so much for the time. Best of luck this week.
2: Thanks, Nate. Appreciate you
3: having me on. I'll tell you when and where you can watch every game in week three, including Utah State at Wake Forest next After these words from your local station. This is Nick Rolovich, head coach of the University of Hawaii Football. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. (laughs)
1: This is Brian Harson, head coach of the Boise State Broncos. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West.
3: Nine games on the schedule in week three, highlighted by the 2017 conference opener on Thursday night. New Mexico at Boise State on ESPN and the Watch ESPN app. At 6 p.m. Mountain Time, the Lobos won on the Blue Turf back in 2015. The Broncos got them back last year in Albuquerque. Huge Mountain Division implications in this one considering it's only September. But that's going to be the case as deep as that Mountain Division is this year. Eight games Saturday and a non-conference slate loaded with top 25 opponents. We'll get it started at 10 a.m. Mountain Time on Big Ten Network. Air Force at seventh-ranked Michigan. Falcons roll into the big house on a seven-game win streak. Then at 1 p.m. Mountain, it's Matt Wells and the Utah State Aggies at Wake Forest on the ACC Network and the Watch ESPN app. Utah State beat the Demon Deacons three years ago in Logan. Jay Norvell and Nevada still looking for win number one, hosting Idaho State at 4 o'clock Pacific on AT&T Sports Network. We'll have two games at 5 p.m. Mountain Time. Wyoming takes on Oregon and Laramie on CBS Sports Network, while Colorado State goes into Tuscaloosa to face number one Alabama on ESPN2 and the Watch ESPN app. Things not getting any easier for Jeff Tedford in year number one at Fresno State. The Bulldogs are at 6th ranked Washington at 630 Pacific in a game televised on Pac-12 Network. The two late games in the Mountain West on Saturday night, San Jose State goes to 24th ranked Utah at 7 p.m. Pacific on ESPN2 and the Watch ESPN app. While unbeaten San Diego State looks to keep it rolling facing number 19 Stanford at Qualcomm Stadium on CBS Sports Network at 7:30 Pacific Time, Hawaii and UNLV both idle this week. And that will do it for the week 3 edition of This Week in the Mountain West. If you missed any of this show, you can listen on SoundCloud on the Mountain West Radio Network page at the mw.com. You can also download the show as a podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn. And, of course, follow the Mountain West on Twitter at Mountain West and like the Mountain West Conference on Facebook. I'm Nate Craigman. Have a great college football weekend and enjoy the games responsibly. This is
0: Craig Thompson, Commissioner of the Mountain West. We'll talk to you next week right
3: here. Right here. Right here. Right here on This Week in the Mountain West.